Hey, welcome to the Hosanna Houston podcast. I am sitting here with Pastor Edwin. Uh, we're going to have a nice little conversation and kind of go over some things. So, Edwin, how's it going? Good, man. Um, this is our first, obviously. This but... is our first episode. This is episode one, guys, of the <laughs> Hosanna Houston podcast. This is kind of awesome. Um, so, this month, you're taking us through a series of sermons, yeah. your Sunday sermons. Um, and the title of the series is I Am. And we're breaking down different attributes of God. Yeah. And part one was holiness, God's holiness. And so I kind of want to start today with what is holiness and kind of more specifically God's holiness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess obviously to start off, the, the idea of of kind of doing something like this for, for the next few weeks uh, for the church is mainly because there's a wrong understanding, right, of who God is or... I always, I know, I, I, I think of it as you know, believing a truth wrongly, and because it, it might be truth, it might be still scripture, but you you start to believe in it wrong when you don't have context, when you don't have the, the whole puzzle put together, right? So that's that that happens to a lot of people as we grow up in Christianity, you know, and in, in, in many different backgrounds. But so uh, I guess I felt the the need that that it's time for us to just kind of spend a little bit more time. And so we started last, you know, about two, two weeks ago, two weeks ago. with uh, the attributes of God. And we started with the holiness part and, and how he is holy and what does that mean for us, right? So I think one of the main things that that, that was kind of focused on in that that message was uh, who he really is and how his holiness it's out of that holiness all the rest of the attributes fall into place right in in within who he is and so uh, obviously holiness or what it's to be holy means to be separated right mm-hmm. to be apart from right and so God is obviously, holy so he is apart from anything like us and that's where may, many of us you know sometimes make the mistake that that we think that we'll define god a little bit like we are but mm-hmm. it's so far from the truth right uh, of what holiness is so i i wrote a couple of things that i wanted to uh, kind of read off how we did this and uh, it's not it's not easy for for us to kind of just understand everything of what God is. So I guess the, the first thing what we need to do is know that we will never completely know God because we are sinful creatures, right? Mm-hmm. We are in sin. We live, you know, we are our nature is sin. Uh, by the grace of God, Jesus you know, comes and saves us from that, right? And that's that's where we, that's our hope. That's where we stand, right? As as believers, but our nature has to daily uh, be put to death to sacrifice, right? And that that that's nothing like God. <laughs> he doesn't need to be doing any of that, right? right. But we do, mm-hmm. right? So uh, holiness, I wrote here, is only the result from a right. Holiness only comes from a, a result of right relationship with God. Through Jesus Christ, right? So it's, you know, for us to pursue holiness is not come forward. I made a decision a long time ago. I, I love Jesus and and now I can, I'm forgiven of my sins and, and I'm holy. 
You know, it's 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 so much more than that. It's like a, it's it's a daily dose of recognizing how I guess I'll say it, like how horrible we are, right? And right. how terrible uh, uh, without Christ we are. So it just it starts with that the acknowledgement of God is holy and I am not, mm. right? So it's it's a lot, but it, it's it's a daily thing, right? Right, right. So I want to pull something from from your your sermon. Um, it is um, if we don't feel a sense of awe and fear and admiration for the infinite holiness of God, then all of our other feelings and thoughts will be defective. So the word I kind of want to hang out on a little bit is the word fear, because yeah, we all have different definitions of of what we mean by fearing God. And kind of what I want to ask is like, why should we fear God? Well, I guess the quick answer to why should we fear God is, you know, if we don't fear God, it's a sin. Hmm. Like it's it's biblical, and we'll we'll reference a verse on that. But it's it's, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Romans three eighteen, right? And there's it starts at Romans three verse twelve, uh, you know, and on, uh, and it lists uh, a list of sins, right? And at the end, in verse eighteen, it says that. Lack of fear of God, right, is considered part of that list of sins. So mm-hmm. the, the idea that, you know, I shouldn't fear God, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a red flag immediately for us to know that we have not understood correctly, you know, mm-hmm. who God is. I mean, we may have an idea because we grew up in church or something, but to not feel a genuine fear of who God is doesn't really it, 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 it takes me to a place where it, it's scary to not think that me as an unworthy person on this earth doesn't fear God how self-righteous do I think I am right, right. <laughs> that, that it puts me in that position well why should I fear God Really? Like, it doesn't mean, like, it's, it's ridiculous to even think that, right? Mm-hmm. He is supreme over everything, right? He is everything. And so, and, and for someone to think, oh, I shouldn't fear God, I, th- that, that really means I should just respect him. Right. Uh, not really. It's not just that, right? We should be terribly afraid of the wrath of God, just as we are overwhelmed with his love, mercy, grace, and, and, and everything else that, that he does, right, for us. So, yeah, it's not, it's not something to take lightly. During the message, you were talking about Job. And I think if anyone is justified in thinking, you know, why should I fear God? You, it would be Job, because Job 1.1 says, there's once a man named Job who lived in the land of Uz. He was blameless a man of complete integrity, right? But it does say he feared God and stayed away from evil. So he had at least some sort of understanding. Yeah. And yet his life just kind of falls apart. And uh, later on, he kind of changes his mind about, you know, even though he feared God and stayed away from evil, he still admits that he doesn't really understand God and his holiness. Yeah. So I just kind of want to like expand on on what your thinking is through all, through that whole process. Yeah. So at the end, so after that first one, we go if if you know, I encourage everybody to read the whole book of Job, right? Yes. But in chapter 42, 
he comes back after everything that God, you know, kind of challenges challenges him with 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 uh, kind of the the questions that Job was bringing to God, and the, maybe even the wise and you know being a righteous man, a man that feared God, a man that uh, stayed away from evil, a man that prayed for his kids just in case they would have sinned right. before God, right? So like things that, you know, many of us are not even close to doing often, right? And all this thing happens to him. And so he comes to the end of it, everything and he says, I had only heard of you, but now I truly, truly know you, right? Mm-hmm. And what awakened, what was the, what, what, what woke up in him, right? Which, and it happened through devastation, through horrible things happening to him, to his family, to his kids, to the people that were around him, to his uh, flocks, right? Everything, mm-hmm. right? And he only got to truly see a glimpse of the complete God that he feared in the beginning, right? That he stayed away from evil, right? So because we tend as people and humans tend to think that God is a little bit like us, right? Right. Which is so far away from the truth. You know, Psalm 50 verse 21 says, you know, you thought I was like you. Right. Right. And it's not, we're not like him. So, and, and, we bring these questions and, and, and thoughts and ideas because we have an assumption of what God is. But clearly in the scriptures, God tells us who he is, right? And we should fear him. So, yes, he had an understanding of who God was up to that point. You know, and if you remember, if you go back, like even the devil brings up the whole thing, right? Of saying, right. well, yeah, he loves you and he serves you and he fears you and all stuff because you're taking care of him. Like you protecting him, right? You're blessing him. But take away all those things and we'll see what's up, right? And so he's like, you know, all right, do that. and then, But don't don't strike him dead, right? And so all this process begins in Job's life. And at the end of it all, he's like, man, no, I didn't. I truly didn't know you. So for us to know God, which is the point of every Christian, right, uh, is to know him completely, mm-hmm. to know that God is a God, God of wrath, as much as he is a God of love, right? But it's just more popular to hear that God is love. Right, right. <laughs> and just, it's easier to uh, to yeah. kind of hold on to that little, because it makes me feel warm inside, right? Yeah, yeah. which is kind of what I want to kind of close on a little bit. So you take a guy like Job, who had it all right, at least in our own standards. He feared God, stayed away from evil, and things kind of just fell apart for him. And then if you reference back uh, in Romans 3, I think you, you were quoting earlier about how no one is seeking God and no one is good. Yeah. So we have this picture here, right? If God is truly God of love, right? We have this picture of it's so impossible because we are so bad and God is absolutely perfect. Yeah. Then where is the hope? Why should people buy into this Christianity thing. If we're so terrible and God is so perfect and he'll wreck our lives whenever, just like he did to Job, you know, where is the hope? Why, like, why is the, this, the, the, the best outcome for humanity? Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's the, 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 even the thought of us getting to ask that question, right. And to, 
almost it's almost what what Job after going through his whole time of despair and suffering did, which was question, mm-hmm. right? Like, hey man, like what's going on? Like we feel kind of a sense of just like we we have this right to ask God why. Mm-hmm. Or we have painted this perfect picture of a perfect life that we are working towards or whatever, right? Our, our life. And reality is that it, it doesn't always work that way, right? So why the hope is because God is a sovereign God and his decisions are better than our decisions, mm-hmm. right? He knows better, right? His, uh, the love of God is, 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 is holy and perfect, just as the wrath of God is holy and perfect. Right. So, but people like, you know, it's all oh, how 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 does a good God allow all so much evil around? You know, it's 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 sad to hear those things because mm-hmm. it comes from a wrong understanding of God to question who he is. Right. So his sovereignty is our hope and our hope is comes through Jesus Christ. Mm. That's why he had to come, because none of us are good enough to say, wait, wait a minute, God. Why this? We have no right, you know? I mean, it is a miracle that we wake up every day and get to have another breath in this, on this earth uh, because of our sinful nature, mm-hmm. right? And our hope is only to be in Christ. He is the only way to have a right relationship with the Father, right? So to know God, we have to know Jesus. To know Jesus, we have to believe in him. We have to uh, uh, just pursue him daily because it's not a uh, one-time experience or moment that you have with God. This is a way of life now, right? And so you come to the understanding that if I say I fear God or love God or follow Jesus, then I am dying to myself as much as possible in every aspect of my life, every moment of my life, right? And to do anything else means that I have no true, real understanding of who God is. To question, you know, the whys of the Word of God, it's, you know, it shows that maybe we're not real Christians. <laughs> because when someone questions the sovereignty of God, mm-hmm. it, it puts in question what they believe. Maybe they're just religious. They're just not Christian Christian, right? Mm. So it's it's not, I guess, a fun answer, right? <laughs> if you want to call that. It's just the reality that we have believed wrong mm-hmm. and God is sovereign enough to do as he pleases. Even when we as human beings think it's wrong, he has the right, mm-hmm. right? And so I think how I perceive that yeah. It's 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 everything. Yeah, I think when the more you begin to understand the character of God and how holy he is, the more you understand how truly loving he is because like if he is that good and we are if we're really honest with ourselves and, and we are as as bad as that without Christ, then the simple fact that Jesus was put to death just for the sake that we could still kind of commune with God and be in his presence. Yeah. Like that says a lot. 
because God could have been done with us ages ago. And yet he decided to make a way and create a hope. And I think if you are in that personal relationship and begin to seek after God in that way, the way that we would seek after a spouse, you know, and, and want to get to know him in that way. And then he reveals more of his character, that picture of God of being just kind of like tyrannical and just, you know, out of control. Yeah. Like that, that illusion goes away because when you're engaged in a relationship with him, you realize how much grace and how much love and how much hope he really has given mankind. And I think that's the importance of pursuing God's character. And I'm, I'm so glad that, that you're taking the time to kind of unpack these things over the next few weeks um, in our Sunday services, which those are available also um, to listen to. Um, I want to thank you for taking the time and for sitting down with us. And um, yeah, you have any just kind of closing statements yeah. there? Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, the the pursuit of holiness for us is it's a it's not a one time event in our life, right? Mm-hmm. It's a pursuit of daily renewal of the mind, right? The Apostle Paul said that, right? Renew your mind daily, daily. What he he understood that it, it takes much more than just a you know goosebumpy feeling, right? <laughs> when yeah. we come to church and lift my hands and cry the tears, it, it, it takes so much more, you know, a life that truly surrenders to Jesus is a life that is willing to suffer for Jesus. Not just say, oh, let me take all the blessings that I can get from God. Mm-hmm. You are willing to suffer and to suffer for him. We are willing to die to ourselves, right? And so if people are out there, you know, thinking that, you know, well, God is good and he loves me just as I am, you know, uh, or or have this misconception that, well, God loves the sinner. He hates the sin, right? I mean, that we've heard that said mm-hmm. before. Well, the sinner is the one that goes to hell. Right. <laughs> not, not the sin, the sinner, right? Yeah. So we need to repent, right? And so the pursuit of holiness is, I mean, I live a life of, continuously like searching for that repentance and understanding that I am nothing before a holy God. And now I live my life pursuing that so that I can honor him in the way I live. Right. So Mm -hmm. it's, this is a lifestyle. This is not a religion or, you know, Oh, I'm a part of this church or I know this. I, I live a certain way because I understand and fear who God is. Right. So yeah, man, that's, I'm looking forward to doing more of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So to all of you, thank you. If you're watching, thank you so much. If you're listening, thank you as well. We're going to try to put these out every week. Uh, We're going to break down the messages that Pastor brings on a Sunday. Um, So these are available on YouTube, and you can subscribe there. You can also subscribe to wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, Spotify Mm -hmm. and Apple Podcasts. Uh, We just want to thank you guys. Uh, We're going to crank these out every week. And uh, Pastor, thank you so much for taking time. I look forward to our next one. And see you guys later.